0: In 1967, Roland Barthes wrote *La Mort de l'Auteur*, *The Death of the Author*, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is *Kill the Author*. Welcome to Kill the Author. We're at episode eight. Fif- fifteen of our podcast. It, yeah, it's eight and fifteen. In in the in the show, we're at episode eight, second half of episode eight now. And if everything goes well, you hear this actually two weeks after the last episode. Yes. So we're making it work. We're taking we're taking action, making it happen. And at the end of this episode, we will be two thirds of the way through the show. Nice. Yeah, and also, this is gonna be slightly shocking uh, information that I'm gonna have to give to you now But this is the important episode The 15th episode, this is the one where we're gonna drop all the tea All the tea is gonna be spilled Mm. in this episode
1: Careful not to get burned
0: Yeah, don't get burned, it's gonna be like zombie infested maid cafe With how much tea is gonna be spilled in this one
1: Not that in particular
0: no, not but that in particular. It's just a a, meta- a metaphor that just a, I crafted in my head right a now. A metaphor
1: that people use generally. Yeah,
0: that's often used by people. And school days has not destroyed my mind and ability to come up with clever phrases. Mm-hmm. So, it's time for the Academy Fair.
1: Yay! Oh
0: yeah, we're at the school festival.
1: Yeah. On the very first shot, it says like in subtitles Sakakino Academy Fair. And Sakakino is the name of the fictional city where this takes place. I just wanted to have that mentioned. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Sakakino Academy, or just Sakakino High, is the school. Fantasy Tokyo. Fantasy Tokyo. (laughs) So the next shot, right after this, shows Hikari and Nanami. Mm -hmm. That's Banks and Boy. Yeah. Yeah. They're in a Dutch angle. We mentioned those before. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I I noticed this. Yes, saying, Welcome back,
0: Master. I have... I have questions. I also have questions. And uh, as a result of these questions, I immediately answered them. Okay. Because I was watching that clip and thought, that's fucking wild, right? Like, I've seen maid cafes before. I've seen maid cafes at, like, anime conventions and, like, anime meetups. I've been at, like, one or two of those. But, like... You know, there's there's a lot of like these kind of sort of trends that start in Japan and then sort of move over here. Like cat cafes are another good example. That's something that had its origin in East Asia too, but became so popular that it transferred here. And I was wondering, what's with maid cafes? Because <laughs> I keep seeing those in anime and anime adjacent stuff. So I decided to kind of look into it. The thing, especially that I lo- wanted to look into, is like. Okay, where do these come from? That's, that's fucking wild. What's the idea there? Okay. So essentially, like, maid cafes have their origin in uh, Akihabara, I think is the name. Akihabara, I think. Uh, it's a part of Tokyo. It's basically this district that has a lot of video stores and a lot of, like, bookstores that sell manga. And it's sort of where otaku culture is had its origin. It's sort of like a very important place to otaku culture. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of themed restaurants there. Maid cafes are one of these themes based on, like, French maid costumes in anime. So actually, like, that thing with maids in anime, it was there first, and maid cafes sort of copied it from them. Okay. And maid cafes, like, I, th- I think... I don't know if that's a general thing but I sort of had the assumption that like that's one of the weird Japan things, right? Like wait, maid cafes are something that's just really prevalent over there. It's not it's something specifically in otaku culture. It's something specifically for weebs. And having a maid cafe at a school like from what I gathered would have been would be fucking weird. It would be really wild. So all of this to come uh, roll back to the fact that maid cafes are here is just more fan service. It's, it, there is no basis in culture or anything that would justify this unless, like, this school was overrun with otakus. <laughs> and they really wanted to sell themselves to them.
1: Okay, I see, I see how it is. Yeah. Uh, the questions that I rather had were, first of all, masters seems a little weird. Yeah. They said sama in mm-hmm.
0: Japanese. It, it comes from Master, though, because, like, yeah. the maid costumes are based on, like, French maid outfits. And, like, you know, the people treat you like you're someone really, really important.
1: Okay. Uh, welcome back confused me. Because, like, who are they talking to exactly? <laughs> Who's coming back? All right. Uh, okay. The next shot immediately shows them just standing in this hallway mm-hmm. with no one even remotely in front of them. And I checked, it's the same background. They were just talking to no one. <laughs> 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 they were just saying, welcome back, master,
0: to the empty room. Unless we had a time skip, maybe.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were just standing there. <laughs> and Nami, one of the girls, the one we always call boy. Mm-hmm. I looked up some stuff because I wasn't sure if she was actually from, uh, from the same class or if there's mm-hmm. something weird had mm-hmm. happened. She is from the same class. But every time I go to the school days wiki, I just start... I see something that I cannot believe I just saw with my mm-hmm, eyes, okay. and I have to write it down. One of the first things it said in her description, and as I quote, Nanami is the tallest character and boasts the third largest bust in the series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guess who the character with the largest bust is.
0: Uh, Kotonoha. No. No! She's number two. Okay. Um... Jesus, I have no idea. Uh, You can't. I can't. It's it's not in the show. No. Oh! No, it's specifically
1: the largest person in the series, just after Kotonoha and her mother Minami. Oh, no! (laughs) So that's why they never
0: show her to us. They just couldn't put that on screen. It was too powerful.
1: I I saw an image. Okay. She's more relevant in, in, uh, in other stuff. I think she's like an important character in... Summer days and shiny days. Yeah, that might be the yeah. other games um, in the series. Yeah, it's about what you expect.
0: Mm, big
1: bazonkas,
0: bazonkas—a huge pack of bazonkas. Yes. <laughs> um, just while we're already while we're still on this scene, I just also mm. want to show you something. When I looked through like the history of maid cafes, I came across an amazing sentence on Wikipedia. Mm. I I screenshotted it here. For example, visiting maid cafes often is not seen as anything shameful. Citation needed. (laughs) Someone went out of their way to put that citation needed there. Honestly, like, iconic.
1: Legendary moments.
0: (laughs) Top 10 anime Mm. betrayals.
1: (laughs) So the next scene is in the actual uh, cafe, the Mm. maid cafe that they have, where someone orders banana cake. Mm -hmm. And... I went back to my notes two episodes ago where they exactly okay. wrote down everything that they have in the cafe mm-hmm. and it specifically says tea, coffee, cola, orange juice, apple pie, cream puffs, blueberry pie, uh, Kuroda, Sands pie, various combos, other. It doesn't explicitly say banana cake. In I mean, there. that explains Lies. why they have
0: to scramble for material. Exactly. Someone all banana cake and they don't have it. <laughs> And also, someone later stumbles on a banana peel, so it's probably from that banana that they had to get so quickly. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> yes, of course. It does say other though, so okay. I I, it might really be, it. might be other stuff. Mm. Mm, okay, all right. Which, all right. I, I was
1: kind of shocked to see Makoto in the kitchen working there, because mm-hmm. he kind of seems like the ultimate symbol of toxic masculinity.
0: I kind of feel like this episode, like especially the second half of this episode, really tries to make Makoto sympathetic yeah there's a lot in this like a lot of cartoonishly over the top trying to make this character sympathetic in this half of the episode so maybe it's going in that direction
1: hmm. anyway makoto's in the kitchen I, and that was just kind of a strange sight to me mm-hmm. it's not something i expected yeah. to see yeah
0: i understand i understand
1: Kay. so the next scene is at the haunted house which is the thing that class whichever one is doing class class four that's mm. the one. The one that Kotonoha's has in. That's yes. class four. Yes, class I have three, notes about that. Class three is Makoto's class. Class four is hers. All right. And Katono is on the reception looking mm-hmm. sad.
0: And she she wants to take a break, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah, very, very clearly. Because then uh, Kato... The mean girls. The yeah. mean girls show up. Kato and t- two of the squad show up. Yeah. And she asks where the third of the squad is. I had to look that up. Ah, oh, okay. This is who he's asking for. Okay, okay. She's asking for Modi's san, mm-hmm. who's one of the trial. Mm, I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. I um, didn't even write that down. <laughs> whatever. She didn't show up, even though she was supposed to take her shift. Whatever. She ditched her. The girls are bullying her. They're shitty to her yeah. again. Just a reminder that uh, they're bullying Kotonoha. But we do have
0: a little bit of setup in this scene. A little yeah. bit. Yeah,
1: the fuck room. Yeah. Remember the c-
0: fuck room. A couple shows up and uh, they ask to go to the break room, mm-hmm. and they don't ask Kotonoha, implying that Kotonoha maybe doesn't know about the break room. Mhm. but the mean girls tell him, "You can go to the, you yeah, know, af- to the actually, break room." Actually,
1: first Kotonoha asks them like, um, "If they want tickets for the mm. for the haunted house." And then they, the couple, they are there. Uh, they're saying, no, well, actually... Mm. then the girl goes, oh, you went in the fuck room.
0: Yeah. Of course. The break room. The break room. Here I I wrote down break room. Break room. In a, loo- that's of a lot of That's a lot of apostrophe. <laughs> Quotation mark. Break Citation room. Citation needed. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, then we have a really fucking funny shot. So we see the couple going into the break room, mm. and then we, then we just see Kotonoha sitting on her on her spot on her bench, just like looking miserable, ahead. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, are they fucking right behind her? <laughs> Is it a while well Dobby was listening situation?
1: <laughs> uh, we do also see inside the break room for just a moment. Mm. Tissues. Yeah, there's a better in a tissue there. Box. A tissue box. A water bottle and something else. That I will not speculate on. Okay.
0: I, I don't know what... I It might have been, like, um, lube. I mean, a water bottle and tissues are, like, pretty good. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, you know, you know. stay
0: hydrated and also, like, clean up afterwards. Yeah. Fine. You know, it's perfect. For, but for also, a fuck room, this is pretty good. But also, we're at a school. <laughs> ah.
1: And remember... Ah, I recall. And remember, it was mentioned, like... What is it, one or two episodes ago? There's cameras in there. They mm. put cameras in there. Yeah. Remember, yeah, don't forget did about Yeah, they cameras that. in there. That's Do not gonna forget about relevant. that.
0: It's going to be relevant. So many crimes. <sighs> that is all I wrote down about that scene. My next note starts somewhere in the next one, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the next scene we see is Sekai with some other people from her class. I forgot mm-hmm. who exactly it was. Um, and she's complaining that they don't have enough customers there. And then I just wrote, fuck this, and skip the entire, like, next three minutes. Okay, interesting.
0: That's where I have most of my notes, yeah. in the next three minutes.
1: I still, I know what happened in there, but I just, I just cared so little.
0: No, okay, the one thing that's still relevant here is, they talk about how um, they are not getting a lot of customers. And then we see where the customers are going, which is the two other, like special things that have been set up which is this haunted house Mm. and a little sister cafe
1: that's what class one is doing
0: yeah and that made me think okay i've seen maid cafes at anime conventions i have not seen little sister cafes what the fuck is a little sister cafe
1: i didn't want to know
0: you will Okay. Not, actually, because I couldn't find anything I googled Little Sister Cafe I found one in, like, New Zealand Or, like, Australia or something like that But it was just called Little Sister Cafe Completely useless Okay, then I was like, alright, maybe I need to search for the specific term for Little Sister that they're using Alright, I was just listening to the audio And I heard them say at the end, like, something you say I I thought I heard itadakimasu And I was like, okay, that's not in the subtitles They say something like welcome brother or whatever so i went into the other files that we have with the other subtitles where we have the alternative sub of this yeah anime. i forgot we had an alternative sub. yeah and i looked at that and also i couldn't find anything useful there i probably just misheard but they say uh oh oni i think they say we see in the regular sub that they say like welcome brother and they use oni so they say big brother to yeah. be more specific Okay, then it was like, okay, I can't find anything there. So I'm just gonna try Nechan. I'm just gonna try Nechan Café. I also found absolutely nothing on Nechan Cafés. So, okay, at this point I was like, all right, I'm gonna look for alternative ways to write Little Sister in Japanese and throw them all into Google. I found one or two for, like, each of them, which were called that, and also found, like, maid cafes where, like, in the description of one of the maids, they use... Nechan or something like that. So, as far as I can tell, that's not a thing. Like that's not even that's not even a thing in the Otaku community. This seems to be something that like okay, from what I can gather, this seems to be something that this anime made up. A little sister cafe. Okay. So, that's fucked up. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> maid cafes are already, like, kind of wild, right? Like, they're all can- already kind of weird and objectifying and whatever the fuck. Little sister cafes? What's the appeal? Like, pedophilia and incest, I guess? Is that yeah, what we're wasn't going enough? for? <laughs> Is this what we're having here? Like, great stuff? Great stuff? Did they invent this for the anime? And also, like... Where did they get all these little girls? Like, we see a ton of little girls that run this little sister cafe. Like, is that teenagers disguised as children? Because to me, that looks like actual children. Where did they get all of these little girls? And also, we see we see the zombie ca- uh, guys, like the zombie people from the haunted house. Yeah. Those are all adult bearded men. Where did they get all these bearded adult men to play the zombies? I mean, the
1: one class took all of their sisters and the other class took all of their dads.
0: <laughs> But like I think this is probably all the adults that exist In the school days universe It's also like Some of them are blonde Or like Have brown hair of these zombies Like where did they get these vaguely European Bearded men Are they like part of Setsna's family and friends, Or whatever the fuck (laughs) Like where did all these people come from I have absolutely no idea I also don't Anyways yeah I, I, I was wondering about that, and then we see a very short little shot of Taisuke in a masket, mask suit. Uh just wanted to bring that up because hey, what if he was the one with the cell phone? With the cell phone theory, with the mask suit. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I forgot. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh it's yeah, bullshit. yeah. That's we we basically start like this battle scene. I don't know if you have anything written on that. No. Okay.
1: There's this is dumb battle scene between yeah. like well like class three with their with their like made. People in whatever who they have, everyone in their costumes are like mm. battling. Yeah, are like um, and we see like, like a, a military stand. drill. Yeah, military. Whatever. There's a bunch of jokes about this where they're like uh, standing up against class one, class
0: two. Yeah, with and is like leading the charge. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this scene before. I don't know if we talked on it about it like explicitly on the podcast, but I feel this scene is extremely important because there has been a question that has been following this series that we've been doing from the start and that's how self-aware is this anime how much does this anime know how dark it is because we talked about how in a lot of situations you can really make the case for it you can really make the case for this is a dark story that's exploring dark themes but scenes like this that are just anime comedy bullshit like, really fucking unfunny anime comedy bullshit. Really make you question, like, what the fuck is the mood this anime is going for? What is it trying to achieve? And that question drove me into a rabbit hole. Oh, no. And I, I did something that is kind of antithetical to what we do here, but I felt I needed to. Wait, no. I have a prop here. Can you describe to the audience what I'm doing?
1: You're unfolding a knife.
0: Yes, this is a knife. Yes. You know who that's for? Oh, no. I'm going to tell you who that's for. Are you going are you to I'm going to tell it? you... Have you ever heard of, of the name Mathos Numakichi? No. Then let me introduce you to the author. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I did what I never wanted to do, but you my curiosity... You consulted the author. I I as someone who has a comedic literary scientist degree up on their wall, I know that while death of the author is great and all, knowing what the author thinks might be important.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think I know who
0: you mean because you did just literally point on your de- at your degree on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my actual degree on the wall. <laughs> it's right there. So I wanted to look at what the author says. And I had a few stops on that journey where I found interesting tidbits. When I looked through like, okay, who made all the episodes of the anime, I looked at the two OVAs. So there's there's two OVAs of the anime. And we haven't watched either of them yet. Yeah. And the first one, from what I can see, is like a Valentine's Day special episode, which is like alternative universe, where all of them have like a big Valentine's Day date or whatever the fuck. The, th- the second one, though. The second one is called Magical Heart Kokoro. I know, I know that that exists because it is on the Blu-ray, we just haven't seen it. Oh wow, okay, we have to. Because, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you the first few lines of the plot summary, alright? On a train ride to school, Makoto watches a flying saucer get shot down at the presumed hands of a little girl in costume. The following afternoon, Kotonoha visits Radish, a restaurant where Kokoro is waitressing with Shekai, Hikari and Nanami. The four of them receive an obscure phone call and excuse themselves into a secret underground facility where they are told that a mysterious gas is turning men into lecherous zombies. After transforming into the reddish mobile squad, a group reminiscent of Super Sentai, the girls confront Doctor S, a supervillain portrayed by Setsuna, and her assistant Tanaka, a schoolboy whose face is never seen. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss?
1: <laughs> so I assume that the OVA, I, I, okay, I think I did read this description at some point because I think a shorter version of it is on the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. They just decide. I just assumed
0: it's this kind of like beach episode filler bullshit. No. That no one cares about. No, no, it is a superhero adventure starring the cast of School Days, where they fight aliens. Okay. That is, the f- that, is, that is a stop I made on my journey to find word of the author. And then, eventually, I did find an interview that someone translated with the creator of the games, who was also the executive producer of the anime, Mathers Na- uh, Numakichi, who I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, I, have, I have some of his answers to some of his questions here. And while the word of the author is not binding, I think it's interesting. I also want to read out some of the questions here. But I'm going to start with this first. He was asked in the interview if School Days, what inspired School Days? What the idea behind it was? And like apparently the general idea was to have a fully animated visual novel, which wasn't a thing at the time which is why it was easy to turn it into anime because it was already fully animated, basically. Um, Also, he wanted to create a story reminiscent of Fargo. Fargo? So Fargo is a movie by the Coen brothers. They also did Big Lebowski and the True Grit reboot. Um, They do these dark comedies. And he says he wanted to go for a similar crazy story with dark comedy feel for the School Days games. And he was specifically inspired by Fargo and wanted to do something Fargo adjacent. So if you don't know Fargo. (laughs) Fargo is like a gangster thriller with like absurdist elements. It's it's kind of a comedy in how fucking wild everything gets in the progress of the story. I'm not going to summarize the whole movie at this point. It's kind of bad shit. But I'm going to have to watch it with the knowledge of what school days is
1: this is what created school days
0: yeah this is like um the talented mr ripley to the room right like we found (laughs) yeah we found the weird origin story movie here somehow and also school days isn't a dark comedy (laughs) like okay there's a discussion to be had about what dark comedy is like i would consider edgar wright films dark comedies Because they like combine like the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. Yeah, that stuff. Where you have like, you know, parts that are clearly comedic in how dark they are. But also like dark parts that are meant to be taken as dark parts. Like there's parts of Shaun of the Dead that I can't watch because they're too fucking rough. Like the scene where he has to shoot his mom. That's a fucking dark scene. Mm. But it still works as a comedy. School days, it has dark parts. And it has comedy parts. (laughs) But the comedy parts aren't dark. What, what I assumed School Days was Is It was supposed to
1: be Like a Like a generally Serious thing mm. But they also Wanted to have Lighter points in it mm-hmm. And just completely Failed it Yeah Created a total mismatch Yeah And I I, I guess it's not That far off then mm. But also like I,
0: I had to think of The Room again Because I was already On my mind with The Room And how like The DVD cover Of The Room Calls it a dark comedy now And that makes me think Like Okay But was it supposed to be a dark comedy? Or is that something you say now? (laughs) Now that people have said that, you know... I have not played the games. I have not played the games and this interview was mainly about the games. I just thought that was really interesting. That apparently it was supposed to be dark in a way. Probably not in this way. Who knows? That's where our interpretation comes in, right? Yeah. I also wanted to read out three other questions from this interview. Okay. The first one, why did you make Makoto such a bastard? <laughs> <laughs> I guess someone understands us. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the answer is, if a boy suddenly becomes popular with the girls, it's normal for him not to react properly to the situation at first. He's likely to be unsure of himself, but uh, put on a tough guy act or behave in a perverted or selfish way. Also remember that the player is guiding him in that direction as part of the game, so it's not entirely his fault. Yes... But this is the anime. Yeah. This was about the game, the end interview specifically. Okay, yeah. But also, like, this brings me back to my overarching theory that the decisions also, of Makoto can be I- explained this way. Wait a minute. I
1: actually have something, something pretty big that I found that I'm going to mention later. Mm-hmm. And that kind of f- throws a wrench in this. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll get to we'll that. See. We'll get to
0: that. Also, just two of the other questions that I really wanted to go out, wanted to talk about really quickly. Because these are hentai games, right? Like, these are, these are sex games. These are, are they? Yeah. They're, they're softcore, but they're hentai games. One of qu- the questions in the interview was, what is your favorite fetish? What? <laughs> By the way, if you wanted to know, uh, it's Pregnancy kink. Okay. Why, why would
1: that be one of the questions in the interview?
0: Because it's about perverted games, all right? Last question, and this one was important to me. Important to us. Mm-hmm. Finally, please give a message to your international fans. Which, you know, that's us, right? Choose your next words wisely. <laughs> Thank you very much for purchasing this game, in our case, this anime. We did purchase it.
1: I did pay 40 bucks for the Blu-ray.
0: And supporting our company. It makes me very happy to know that fans all around the world are enjoying shiny days and, by extension, school days. I'm also thankful to blah, 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 for helping with this project, blah, 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 blah. I hope to make interesting products for you again very soon. I just wanted to... You know, we're the international fans. I just wanted to... All, us and all the other international fans to get this message out. There's quite the fandom around these games. There is. Yeah. There is. There's a lot of I don't know, a lot of fandom. I don't know
1: what they think of us if they know that we exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know that we exist. If they did, we'd do
0: if they do uh, comment on uh, the YouTube upload if that's what you're listening to or go to Twitter at authorkill where our podcast is and, you know, uh, hit us up at us, you yeah. know. We, w- we want to talk with a wider fan base, right? Anyway, speaking of softcore porn.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, this is just straight up said without yeah. much context. Yeah. There's, this, there's a scene in this whole dumb segment here uh, where it's just all the maid girls are just all standing there in a row. Mm-hmm. And then the whole audience just says softcore
0: porn. No, <coughs> no, no. no. Uh, at f- first, they all pull up stom- uh, stockings. Yeah, they I all put on stockings, and then he says, "Ah, oh, softcore porn."
1: At least that's what the subtitles say. They d- yeah. say, "I don't
0: know." I didn't look at the other subtitles for that one, but uh, I think the s- the stockings are where. Like, it wasn't softcore porn up until now, but now that there's stockings involved. Oh, oh, I see. I see what's going on here. This is like that what nineteenth century ankle meme. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote down uh, After After the thing About the stockings None of this means Anything dumbass Anime bullshit
1: Yeah One more thing About the segment mm-hmm. uh,
0: Banana 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 yeah. Banana People People slip on Banana peel Yeah
1: I think it specifically sets now Someone else In one of those costumes Oh yeah. Oh Slip he slips on banana, on the banana peel. And then it's just A shot of uh, Like Makoto and Taisuke Just saying Banana in a way Banana, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just I like this. And I, I have to comment
0: this because this is the only point where it actually left with <laughs> the anime. I did too, but because I was re- reminded of Nanaba. What is that? It's uh, um, uh, Hausu Oh yeah, that, makes that scene sense. where someone transforms into bananas. Uh, I, ha- I had to think of that one. Right. We're gonna have to do Hausu at some point. Yeah. <laughs> is is one where we could that is like wild. do artful analysis of every five minutes. Easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just had to mention this Because I, I actually thought That was funny Just the yeah. way they said Banana It gets one It gets one laugh It, it gets the one, one. We we can skip to After the battle
1: yeah. Right So after the battle Like all of their costumes Are screwed Yeah They're yeah, all messed yeah. up And like Setsuna Goes over there To start fixing them I guess mm, Okay okay um, And yes. then Makoto says Yeah It doesn't look like Setsuna needs Anyone to lean on She mm-hmm. like has some Kind of reaction to mm-hmm. it Looks like she's upset it maybe,
0: kind of. she she's reacting to it yeah. for
1: sure. Mm. Uh, we'll get back to that. And it's also
0: open to interpretation of if he just says that so he doesn't have to help.
1: <laughs> yeah, mm, that well, seems maybe. like him. Uh, she guess.
0: does help. He does help, though. Yeah, he does yeah. help. After like I think Sekai tells all of them that they should also help, or something like uh, that.
1: Uh, well, after the fair, they uh, Sekai tells them that she has work and she can't help them any further.
0: Yeah, yeah, but before that, that's this one line. Okay. But yeah.
1: Then Setsuna leaves, I guess, to, um, to go fix the costumes. She's, mm. she's looking, I guess, more upset than usual. <laughs> and then, like, Sakai says to Makoto, I'll let you take care of Setsuna, which yeah. I thought was weird.
0: Yeah, like, Makoto, like, specifically comments on her self-reliance before that. Yeah. And, like, also, like, oh, God. That reminds me that I wrote a fucking five thousand word essay on self-reliance by Ralph Waldo Emerson and how it impacted the American spirit to this day. And now I'm sitting here, doing a fucking school day's watch through it, commenting everything. So what I'm trying to say is I'm finally doing something useful with my <laughs> <right now. laughs>
1: I guess Sakai noticed that Tsuna was more upset. Then normal, and I guess she noticed that Makoto noticed.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: And, like, like, maybe she thinks if she doesn't allow him to, like, help another girl, he's, like, he's Makoto, who knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> she can't trust maybe. him. And Makoto says that they are gonna have to go and get more supplies.
0: <laughs> I wrote down, Makoto demonstrates how not to talk to small people. Because he's standing there doing something, and he's like going down onto his knees to talk to (laughs) sets, like yeah, (laughs) (laughs) not to talk to small people. (laughs) Yeah,
1: this this is coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's small. So next, we're at night, or at Mm -hmm. least later, it's dark. And we see Makoto pulling a wagon like he was a horse. Yeah. Uh, like a wagon filled with supplies for the festival, I guess, because they of stuff at school. And
0: they couldn't, like, ask someone to drive yeah. them. So
1: I guess they, they went somewhere and now he's carrying, like, a horse wagon. Yeah. Like a wooden horse wagon. Yeah,
0: yeah. and she's pu- pushing it, she's from, pushing the it back. from the back. Which is, I guess, the best they can, they, they can come <laughs> up with. I, apparently. Mm-hmm. And also, this is where Setsuna tells Makoto yeah. something. So
1: Setsuna tells Makoto that she is moving. Yeah, yeah. to France. She's meant because uh, her mom is being relocated. Mom
0: drop. Also, <laughs> I looked at the other subtitles because like, what the fuck do you mean by
1: relocated? Yeah, I thought like her mom got a job in France. That's what I thought that meant.
0: The other subtitles are other... Uh, they say she's transferring jobs. Yeah, that's apparently more sense. I was just thinking relocated. Like, is she being thrown out of the country, did her visa expire? (laughs) I thought that for a moment. (laughs) And yes, mom drop.
1: There's another mom mentioned by name.
0: Yeah, so she's not just, yeah. like, moving to France on her own. We thought about this in the last episode. Yeah. She has a mom. This is, by the way, really the Setsna episode.
1: But I guess she's still she's still on her phone, like, organizing everything.
0: <laughs> her mom isn't. I mean, maybe she was talking to her mom as she In was doing French? That. Maybe. <laughs> they need to practice. Maybe her mom is originally French and is now going back there to, I don't know, work for fucking Ubisoft. I don't know a lot of things that know. happen in France. To sell bread at a boulangerie, maybe. <laughs> and then she kind of, she
1: sort of like directly reveals what her motivation is
0: here. Mm, yeah, about the whole trying to get Makoto and Sekai together thingy.
1: Yeah, uh, she basically says that whenever Sekai is upset by something, like mm. whether, whenever she's bothered, she just locks herself into her room and cries. Yeah. Like she, Like, you know, when she didn't go to school that day. And, like, usually she's there for her, Mm. like, uh, to be of emotional support. And this is why she wants Makoto to be with her, so that he can give her support instead.
0: I think, I don't know if you remember last time that I brought up the Sekai depression theory. Yeah. That Sekai, like, actually has mental problems and that Setsuna is sort of, like, getting to that. And I think this kind of confirms it, because, like, the way Setsuna describes it, every time time something slightly upsetting happens... Sekai locks herself in a room for days and cries like that's definitely a depressive behavior that definitely sounds like depression
1: So so now the the question that we have to ask is of course Why does she entrust Makoto
0: with this and a different question just really quickly mm-hmm. before we get to that is phone Phones exist you can talk to people in France With a phone you know this this theme that's been, that we've seen, that we've discovered in this anime from the start. The theme where people can talk in their rooms on their phones and that's where they have their open, revealing emotional moments to each other. Where they can drop the masks and be open with with each other when they're wearing casual clothes and sitting in their room. The phone, apparently, it didn't mean as much as I thought it did. Because okay. apparently this would be a great point with phones being the symbol of emotional vulnerability, obviously, apparently she can't talk to her on the phone and have it be the same. Apparently phones can't be there for emotional vulnerability in the situations. Apparently, apparently, I've been wasting my time. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently my theories are wrong. (laughs) Apparently I'm not right about that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, okay, let's get back to Mikado. Um, we, we get a flashback here Yeah.
1: that I guess explains to a degree why Setsuna believes that Makoto yeah. will be able to give support to Sakai. Because when she was younger, uh, she was being bullied by some people, mm-hmm. so she was crying, she was miserable, and then Makoto showed up to be like, are you okay? What's going on? Yeah, stop pe- crying. Yeah, Are these people bullying I mean? you? I can't yeah. show him what's going on. And then she was like, I don't need your help. And then, like, if Makoto was like... And okay, also Makoto
0: told her that she's so strong she could be class president. That's also something.
1: Yeah, that too. Which inspired her to become class president. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but she's all. But he's also like, oh, okay, you can take care of yourself. I see that. You're strong enough for this. Yeah. And I guess she took this as Makoto helped her with emotional support. Yeah, But, like, to me it feels like... Like, he kind of says this as well. He didn't really help her. Yeah. Uh, he mostly reminded her that she has... Like, the emotional strength to handle herself. And he also, knows. like,
0: as he mentions in that scene, I also wrote down something about that. As he mentioned in that scene, the people who were bullying her were people he was in a class with previously who were bullies there already. So he was just kind of warning her about yeah, the bullies okay, he knew about. Yeah, okay, all right,
1: okay, all right.
0: All right. It's time for my thing. All
1: right. Uh, those two bullies, um, yeah. I mentioned before how if I go on the wiki, I tend to go off the rails and yeah. read something that I could not believe. I went deep this all time. All right, all right. I looked up the names of the bullies, which is Matsudaira and uh, Tuyama. Mm-hmm. I had problems figuring stuff out about Tuyama because the subtitle spells his name wrong. Oh, okay. Spelled with two O's, it's one O. It's not <laughs> Toyama. it's Toyama. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, um, who are picking on her when she was small? Mm. So these guys are <laughs> she's still small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just mentioned this. She's small. You sh- they were
0: picking on her because she was yeah. small. Even. So
1: So the two of them, they're not relevant for school days really at mm-hmm. all. They
0: are more relevant for cross days. All right. All right. All right, so cross days, like I know that there's summer days, which is like a sort of alternative universe where they met earlier and had like summer romance or something, like not at school. Uh, there's also shiny days I don't know what that's about what's, what's Cross Day about? Let's talk about Cross Days Okay
1: Okay, so The main character of Cross Days Is a guy named Yuki who. Okay Yeah Who also works at He exists in the same universe And apparently around the same time as well
0: Okay So it's like In the same setting But different Yeah, it's character. a different
1: It's uh, with with a few different characters Okay, like, okay He's like a librarian for the school There mm, Okay uh, But he is, he is a teenager He's says old as everyone else is but he he's like a librarian in the school library mm. and uh, at first he kind of develops a crush on Kotonoha because of course he does Yeah, everyone
0: does she has very huge um, knockers yes
1: <laughs> yeah but then first of all he has a girlfriend mm, so okay. th- so that's a pr- so that's a, that's a reason why he's hesitant uh, all right. I, th- I think they break up, and that's some- also a
0: visual novel, though, right? Like that's also a dating sim. Uh, that
1: yeah, that, that is a visual novel that I'm describing. Okay, here. okay, okay. Um, and like I think they broke up, but in some of the good endings, they get back together. Mm, right. And um, and he's also hesitant because Kotono has a boyfriend, Makoto.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Th-
1: they're relevant for this triangle. So here. this
0: takes place in the. Makoto and Kotonoha are together timeline.
1: Yeah, and Sakai is also part of this. He's also part of the plot here. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, uh, so then he, he I guess, confronts Makoto because he figures out pretty quickly he's cheating on Kotonoha with Sakai. Okay. Yeah, he figures that out, and then he, like, confronts Makoto about it, and at some point, Makoto actually tells him, and I'm, I'm not shitting you, uh, he says that he actually doesn't care about Kotono or Sakai, he just likes the sex with them. And that if a hotter girl shows up, he would go for her instead. He said, I'm not making this shit up. It says this on the wiki.
0: Oh my god. That's
1: what I meant. This kind of throws the wrench in the Makoto's just an insecure teenager thing. He just admits he's an asshole.
0: Also, like, the fact that he dates both of them, like, that can happen in the game, I'm sure. But also that implies that the universe, this Yuki guy, or whatever his name is, Mm -hmm. is interacting with... Might be the anime universe. It
1: might, maybe... Okay, have we considered that maybe there's a... There's a canonic way for a school day's visual novel to go, and that's the one in the anime.
0: From what I know... That would The make time sense. that interview that I had took place was after the anime came out, after Shiny Days came out, Summer Days was also already out, Cross Days was not yet out. So Cross Days probably came out after the anime. So it could have been inspired by the anime.
1: Okay, so I, I have to I have to keep going.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Uh,
1: because what he does afterwards is he takes him by his word, as he develops an alter ego where he dresses up as a girl named Yu, and he attempts to seduce Makoto to show to Katona and Sekai that he's a dick. So that's why Cross stays. Yeah, because he's he cross dresses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. What happens? Um,
1: so, apparently, there's, I think, like, two or three good endings. Mm-hmm. Like, six bad endings. Uh-huh. And an ending that's classified as neither good nor bad on the anime. All right, all right. So, one of the bad endings here involves the bullies that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's, 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 it's like, like a super fucked up ending. All right. Where, apparently, like, he's advanced on by the two bullies in a bathroom. And then they end up abusing him. And then, like he's literally fucking kidnapped and they keep him as a sex slave and that's one of the bad endings. Dark comedy. Yeah, that's really fucked up. Dark comedy. Yeah.
0: That's so fun.
1: Oh, yeah, also Taisuke. He's also one of the bullies that does this in that ending. I forgot to mention. Oh, my God. Not <laughs> surprised. Like,
0: surprise. Taisuke sucks, but he... He doesn't suck that He doesn't suck that much. I mean, we have next episode. Yeah. But, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, I uh, like, okay, I... I
1: shit you not. The ending that's neither classified as good or bad results from the same path. Okay. And like I like I had to look that up again to make but just before we started recording to make sure this is actually what happens. There's an ending where instead, uh, Yuki can like write an an emergency SOS to Makoto. Uh-huh. Um to save him. And then he shows up and he does. So at this point I guess like his fake persona is like dating Makoto. Uh-huh. Um And this is the Makoto ending, where they actually end up in a relationship together. Okay. Yuki and Makoto, after he reveals to him that he's a boy, Uh I'm not fucking fitting you. There's a gay ending. There's the Makoto Makoto is bi-ending? There's the Makoto is (laughs) bi-ending.
0: Oh my god. That's
1: fucking real.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) (sighs) Ah. Now we gotta now we gotta look into summer days and shiny yeah, days. Yeah, I, I think. I, I was wondering like where's the cross days anime? I want the cross yeah. days anime with that ending. I want the ending where they get together. I want the I want the ultimate ship ending where Kotonoha and Sekai find better stuff. Okay. <laughs> where yeah. nobody none no. F- Really, that's the best ending you can think of. The one where no woman ends up with Makoto. I think that's the best ending we think can get so. for Makoto. It's the
1: ending where we find out that Makoto was never happy with
0: any of the girls because he was gay. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe that's <it's> the ending <laughs> where we find no. out that the only way for Makoto to overcome his toxic masculinity is to end up with a man. Maybe that's what it's coming down to in the end. I can't believe that this is real. Oh my god. All right, how how are we going to get back from this to the plot of the episode? That's what I was thinking. I, <laughs> I, I, you see I I didn't write much more after this. I mean, I don't have much more either. I mean, okay, I have things in there that need to be mentioned. Let's just really quickly move through the end of this yeah. episode there's, because there's, it is important. Yeah, there's
1: only one last scene mm. after the school fair. Yeah. I remember this being um, like a much bigger deal than it felt like, but I did just have that revelation. Yeah. So all of all of the equipment is fixed now Everything's mm-hmm. set up again Makoto is sitting around somewhere asleep mm. And hey how about you go on
0: I mean there's We see Kotonoha also cleaning up For like the horror cafe For yeah. a really quick scene we see, In the form of an ass shot I just wrote that down We see an ass shot of her And then she moves out of the I didn't even the... reg- register Yeah that we see her know. ass And then she moves out of a I curtain I have been desensitized re- I, yeah. didn't
1: even, I didn't even notice
0: So then like Okay Setsuna is in there with Sleeping Makoto. Yes. And then Setsuna uh, says, like, this is a memory just for her as she leans over Makoto and then she sexually assaults him.
1: (laughs) When I initially watched this show, this part just made me so mad.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, we have this one prominent female character with purely platonic, as far as we know, purely platonic motivations towards helping sekai <laughs> and then she fucking kisses makoto too also while he's asleep so yeah that's not, yeah, okay. that's not great also dobby is watching <laughs> uh yeah. kototo are standing outside the room and is yeah. looking and, into and it and
1: she's walking in she sees what's going on here and... and then fade to credits. yeah dramatic fade um the credits image on the phone Mm. I have no notes about. I don't care. I
0: also don't. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't care. anymore. I don't care at all.
1: It's just it's just photos. Who cares?
0: Yeah, so uh this establishes a theme we'll see developed throughout the rest of the anime which is it's not just Sekai and Katonoha. <laughs> yeah. All the female characters. Yeah, we're want a we're, bit going, of we're going downhill from here. Yeah. We're we're like at, from this point onwards it's the last third of the anime and like uh, it's 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 just downhill from here It's just, like, things turn Things turn bad But, like, beyond the setting bad
1: <laughs> Yeah It oh, kinda, yeah. like,
0: we Next episode is still gonna be the school festival But after the school festival We completely lose the fucking plot <laughs>
1: in, in the school festival already
0: During the school festival already But after the school festival, like It's not even a school anime anymore mm. After the, After the school festival It's not school days anymore It's just bad days bad days we're at the
1: point where fit starts happening yeah finally the
0: less than shiny days you could say
1: the what's the opposite of shiny
0: i don't know blemished uh (laughs) grimy grimy. the mad days the mad days (laughs) it's the mad days from this point onwards okay wow cross days huh yeah <laughs> Also we're gonna have to For completion's sake We're gonna have to watch the OVAs And that's gonna be interesting Because we're gonna see them Like for the first time Right Yeah For the, uh, There's a new piece of School days Paraphernalia we, like, That we can, can enjoy Can we like
1: riff them and then, and then upload them on YouTube We
0: could do that Like a live reaction We could do that I mean I'm putting these episodes On my channel anyways That might be fun I, I don't know how much, how, like, how we're gonna do this without getting a copyright claim. I mean, we can basically say, at this point, we press play, and then people can watch along on yeah. their own stream. Like, or we can like... do it on Twitch. Everything is legal on Twitch, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. There's too much happened this episode. Man, I'm, I did not expect that the second half, episode 8, like, not even last time we recorded, I did not expect that this would be the big reveal's... Super interesting shit episode. I did not (laughs) expect that it would happen here. But it had to happen at some point. And what better point than a school festival for things to go off the walls. Yes. We're gonna hear from each other again in two weeks when the next episode drops. It's gonna be the first half of episode 9, which I think is just more school festival. I
1: don't remember. It's been too long.
0: I think the next episode is still, like, all-out school festival, but I'm not sure. There's still a, a few plot points that have to happen, all of them related to sex. And we'll get to those when we get to those. But until then...
1: Oh, no, I just remembered what happens in the next one. Oh, yeah, a yeah. A bunch of things. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Specifically in the first half, I think.
0: Oh, oh no. I think they ha- the things I'm thinking about is, are in the second half, so... We both have a lot to look forward to then, I guess. Until we get to that, though, bye-bye. See you again next time. Bye-bye.